You're now listening to the Boys in the Booth podcast with your hosts, Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. New episodes every Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 144 of the Boys in the Booth podcast. This time, hosted by myself, Chad Melbourne, joined by only Casey Abrams because uh, what does that mean? Niagara Falls. What does that mean? <laughs> only Casey Abrams. Only joined by Casey Abrams. Oh, only Casey Abrams. Jesus. The star of the showcase is in Niagara Falls. He left us, he hung us out to dry here. So it's just the two of us. But thankfully, this is going to be quite the easy, you know, laid back episode for us. But before I get into it, how you doing? You know, I'd be doing a lot better if Rogers could provide better internet to anywhere on planet Earth outside of the GTA. That would be fantastic if I could get good internet service in 2022 in a town outside of the GTA. So there's yeah. that. Other than that, the Giants are six and one. The Devils are like looking unbelievable. So decent. I'm decent, Chad. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Mac Blackwood looks like a star in fantasy now. I'm happy. Literally that I a third one. Literally the third star of the NHL this week. So good for him. He had I think three three dubs this week. So That's right. that was great. Glad I have him. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. I actually had a pretty busy week. Um, the closet behind me, no one cares about this, but I, I want to say it anyway, because this is what gets me excited now that I'm an adult. The closet behind me, uh, I got an organizer for in there. So all of our trash that was just thrown in there is basically nice and organized now. So I'm pumped about that. Um, I got a new iPhone, actually. I finally made the jump from my old one, the XR, which ever since I installed iOS 16 has been so goddamn slow and buggy. So I said, you know what? I've been meaning to do this for a while and I went out and splurged and I got the iPhone 14 Pro. So I'm super excited about that as well. So overall, it's been a pretty eventful and exciting week for me. So in this episode, what we're going to do, Case, is we're going to go through and rank each one of the uh, new reverse retro jerseys that got released by the NHL the other day. All 32 teams released a nice jersey. I mean, nice is subjective, and we'll get into that. And we're going to rank them in a tier list. But before we do that, let's get into a bit of fantasy corner. How'd you do in fantasy last week? (laughs) Man, I lost by one. 1.65 1.65 points absolute heartbreaker um like it, it was a tight race and i do have one shout out to make one player that i absolutely love now because he was dynamite for me in week two and it was a pickup i was living on left wing lock at the beginning of last week trying to figure out what would be a good pickup and i noticed that dominic kubalik was up on the first line for detroit he got me 26 points this week in three games so absolutely loved him nathan mckinnon absolute dog 35 points for me as well and do you want to know why i lost by 1.65 points his why? name would be andrew cop three games played this week and negative two fantasy points oh yeah that's i lost tough. by 1.65 points and he was negative two so i'd like to thank andrew cobb who is now available for all, all you guys to pick up because he is no longer <laughs> on my team 
Oh, that is tough. Uh, I also won my week in fantasy. Uh, I went 216 to 190 against Pappy's Milk and pushed them out of first place. So currently I'm sitting in first place and uh, I'm pumped and I'm not going to give it up all year long. And I told you, though, at the start of last week that your matchup against Book Hockey was going to be a tight one. And actually, as I'm looking at it now, like... Obviously, I see that it was very tight, but all week long I was checking in and it was kind of going back and forth. Like you guys both have solid teams eh? and and it just he just happened to get one more point than you did. Yeah, exactly. And like it's so frustrating because I did have some guys that I didn't expect to do so well jump up like Jared McCann had 22.25 points for me. But like it's so frustrating to see one guy kind of just fall flat really yeah honestly last week i was carried by bo horvat on the struggling struggling vancouver canucks they can't get anything done and my horse uh jt miller isn't really doing much of anything in fantasy but i was carried a bit by horvat so that was nice and uh, neil pionk had an underrated week as well 24.25 points so i was happy to see that um while we're on the topic of fantasy, I know this isn't boys in the booth fantasy related, but in my other league, man, you should have seen it today. I made a trade with Adam in in my other league. I traded uh, Shane Gostaspare, who has come out to have an incredible start to the season, for Morgan Riley straight up. And it, it seems like a good trade in my favor because I get Riley in return. Uh, the problem was everybody was extremely upset at that deal. They thought there was collusion going on. And I had to explain to him, to everybody, like, look, Adam wanted Gossespair. When I said to Adam, like, what do you want for Morgan Riley? He said, uh, I don't know. Let me take a look. Okay, yeah, I want Ghosty. So I'm, I've been getting some flack for that, and it's similar to the flack that I was getting last year in the Boys in the Booth Fantasy League when I traded David Pasternak for Victor Hedman. So I think the common denominator is me, and people don't want to see my team succeed. So I've been dealing with that all day long and just getting absolutely roasted in that group chat, similar to what I did last year in the Boys in the Booth League. So I wanted to share that with you because it was a crazy... Well, it's because you take players that have a little hot streak, so their ranking goes up. Even though they're not that good, you try to trade them for someone better, and it happens all the time. Like, you offered me Niederreiter, who's just on a hot start. Like, he's going to fizzle out here. Like, well, not fizzle out, but he's going to go back to, you know, Niederreiter type stats and you try to trade him to me for Patrick Lyonet because he's on the IR right now. I like, I understand why you sent that trade. Like one guy's rankings way higher than the other guy. And it's like, looks like a good deal, but no, I'm not going to do that because Lyonet is going to (laughs) come back soon and light it up with Gaudreau and he's left wing, right wing. So yeah, I mean, you weren't as easy to get with that, but I mean, I I have Niederreiter out there, you know, like he's, (laughs) so you were trying to get you were trying to get well yeah yeah of course like that's fantasy right like you try to sell high and the thing is it's all about bets and what bets you make on players so if you wanted to make a bet on need a rider like go for it i did when i drafted him and he's been pretty good for me this season i do have a couple trades out there uh that are still pending between myself and connor mcjavids that's my buddy jay I offered him Niederreiter as well in exchange for Rasmus Dahlin after the week that Dahlin had. I doubt that's going to happen because, wow, he's been the best defenseman in the league. Uh, And as a joke to Cameron Murray, uh, North 
Paul Correa. That's his name. Uh, I also offered Nita Ryder for Nylander straight up, so I doubt that's going to happen either. <laughs> yeah. Okay, enough of Fantasy Corner. Let's get into ranking the reverse retros, and we're trying out a new thing here with uh, Riverside FM, so we hope that this translates well into a YouTube video, but we're going to go through with this tier list. We've got uh, all the way from S tier to F tier. We're going to rank each jersey uh, that was released, the reverse retros. There's 32 of them, and we're going to be pretty quick with each one. So, Case, we're going to go in alphabetical order the way it's laid out here. We'll start with the Anaheim Ducks. Where do you rank this jersey on the tier list? Huge shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring the podcast. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes all the confusion out of buying tickets. SeatGeek makes it extremely simple to buy tickets to all of your favorite sporting events, including Jays and Leafs games, and you can always find a great deal. On SeatGeek, all tickets are scored on a scale between 0 and 10, so you know if you're getting a good or a bad deal. Green is good and red is bad. Plus, Boys in the Booth listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase on SeatGeek with the promo code BOYSINTHEBOOTH in all caps. So click the link in the description to download the app and remember to get your discounted tickets using the code BOYSINTHEBOOTH in all caps. Get great seats for a fraction of the cost with SeatGeek. Summer is here and you know what that means. Extreme sports like spike ball and road hockey have returned and so is day drinking. The problem is we're not as young as we used to be and these summer activities can be draining on our bodies. When you push your body hard or just feel run down, it's extremely important to stay hydrated. When you make hydration a priority, it helps you feel healthier on a day-to-day basis. Enter Liquid IV. Whether you're playing sports or nursing a hangover, Liquid IV has you covered. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. The kicker? This stuff tastes good too, guys. Liquid IV has incredible hydration flavors like watermelon, strawberry, pina colada, and more, but my personal favorite is lemon lime. So get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code BOYS underscore IN underscore THE underscore BOOTH in all caps at checkout. So that's 25% off anything when you order using the promo code BOYS underscore IN underscore THE underscore BOOTH, all caps at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Shout out to Cocktail Bomb Shop for sponsoring the podcast. Cocktail Bomb Shop is a Canadian, woman-owned, small business, and all of their cocktail bombs are proudly handmade in Montreal. Well, what is it and how does it work? Step one, you pick your favorite flavor of cocktail bomb and unwrap it. My favorite is definitely mojito. Step two, drop your cocktail bomb into eight ounces of sparkling water and watch it fizz for five minutes. Step three, add a shot of your favorite alcohol, some ice, and enjoy it. Fellas, gents, boyfriends of the world, these cocktail bombs make the perfect gift for your lady friend because not only are they tasty, but they're Instagrammable as well. Right now, if you go to cocktailbombshop.ca and use the code BITV15, you can get 15% off your entire order. That's cocktailbombshop.ca. Use the code BITV15 at checkout for 15% off. I'll say with Anaheim that literally anything is better than their home jerseys. 
So I'm willing to put this like C or B because anything but those god awful colors they have right now works for me. So yeah, C C is great. I mean, they're just going back to the well here. They know everyone loves the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I agree with C on this one. I think it's frustrating because they keep almost getting this jersey right. Um, but obviously the colors are inverted and I understand the reverse retro, you know, you mix different eras, but give the fans what they want. They want the old Mighty Ducks jersey, not this orange. I think C is fine though. Okay, let's move on to the Arizona Coyotes who do sort of a reverse of the jersey that they did last year where it was a purple base. They kind of do the same thing, but it's a sort of sand colored base this time around. Case, what do you think of this jersey? Where would you put it on the tier list? This jersey actually made me laugh when I saw it because this team is currently playing in a college rink and this is such a college jersey like one of those jerseys they do for some special event and that's what it screamed to me as soon as I saw it um a lot of people like this I am indifferent on it so I'm gonna let you throw this up somewhere Okay, yeah, I don't love this one personally. I feel like that might be a hot take. Um, I know Harper really likes this Kachina-style jersey, but it's just not for me. It's way too busy. I'm going to put it in the D category here, worse than the Anaheim Ducks, because it just doesn't work for me. Like Those aren't their colors, and it's just way too busy, and I think the execution was poor. It, it just makes no sense. What I, I like the colors, uh, and I like the logo, but it's everything at the bottom for me that's just a little too much. Yeah, like I definitely understand why the colors are there and I understand why they want to incorporate like the desert on the bottom. It's just way too busy for me for a jersey. And that's kind of how like I'm looking at all of these, like how pleasing is it to my eye? That's how I'm ranking them. So I give it a D. Um, let's move on to the Boston Bruins here. And this is one that I actually really like. But Case, I'll pass it on to you. What do you think of the Bruins bringing back the bear in this reverse retro? Man, I love the bear. I'm I'm so glad they brought this back and they could have put it on any backdrop, any bordering, anything, and I would have loved this jersey. But that being said, the lines on this, how they're kind of jagged, I like it because it's a little rough around the edges and that's what the Bruins are for me. That's, That's their style. So I think that it suits them and I like it. I would put it A. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I agree with you 100%. Like I said, one of my favorites. Love the bear head, and I love the designs just around the cuff on the shoulders and the bottom. I think it perfectly fits the Bruins. Glad they brought it back. Okay, let's move on to the Sabres who bring back the goat head. And this time, uh, instead of doing it in the black and red color that they uh, you know, are known for in the past, they use their current colors on the old school goat head style jerseys. So where would you rank this one, Case? This is actually one where I think the kind of like melding of eras really works. I actually like the the blue and yellow the on the white jersey with the goat head. It kind of pops to me and I don't know, I, I have this one at B. Yeah, I think B is fair to be honest. Uh the goat head, I, I really like that logo. The only thing that, you know, I felt that this jersey left me wanting more. That was the only thing uh that, you know, I, I had to say about it. It just left me wanting more because I feel like there's a lot of open space at the top that could be utilized. I understand that it's the pattern of their previous jerseys, so I get it. But I agree with you. I think it does really work. 
Okay, moving on to Calgary now with the pedestal jersey and the white flame on a black jersey. Uh, Case, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, do you think it's better or worse than the one we just ranked, the Buffalo Go-Head? I think this is one of the worst, honestly, in my opinion. I have this at F right away. There's four jerseys out of the lot that I do not like at all, and this is one of them. I do not like that disjointed bar at the bottom whatsoever. Yeah, the pedestal design is kind of uh, uh, controversial there. Uh, but I am going to say, I think I do like it better than Arizona's, and I would want to move it up to D, even though I'm not totally in love with it. So if you'd be willing to move it up to D, I, I just want to say, like, I think there are some worse jerseys here on this list than this one. So, uh, you know, I don't want to fill F right away, even though I did mention that this draft or this jersey class rather is is pretty weak in my opinion overall so would you be okay with moving it up to d yeah the only thing like i'll move it up to d off of colors alone yeah okay fair enough all right now we go to the carolina hurricanes and they've been all over the map with their jerseys um bringing back the actual hurricane logo and then having canes written across uh, their jersey and they've been kind of going back and forth with that and it's a bit weird and they're very particular about it using the reds blacks and whites but case what do you think of this canes jersey that goes back to the red color with canes written across it diagonally and then a few storm flags uh, for the striping i don't know what's different <laughs> so i think it's a pretty middle pretty <laughs> mid option here i'm gonna put it at c because this is just like the same thing right yeah i was also thinking see it's very mid like i think a lot of these jerseys are very mid but uh this next one is definitely not um and i hope you don't disagree with me here because i hate the chicago blackhawks jersey i think it's brutal case where do you rank it on the tier list yeah this one's an f i'm gonna go ahead right away i i understand that they're trying to distance themselves as far as possible from that logo but this ain't it i don't like it yeah well said okay next one the colorado avalanche going back to the og colorado rockies uh logo on their uh current striping pattern on their jersey just using those colors and logos so where do you rank this one this one's kind of interesting they so the devils also went with the colorado rockies so i'm a little confused at why they went two teams all in here but i i gotta say i love this logo it's pretty simple but i mean it i like it i don't i don't know what it is and I kind of like this thin stripe that goes all the way down the arm. There's something about it. So I'm pretty high on this one. I think it's maybe A. I wouldn't go as high as S, but I like it. Yeah, I was going to say B. I think it's in that range. Like, I think it's pretty good, uh, but I definitely think there are some better ones here than this. So we'll put it I in can A, live with and B. then, uh, you know, we'll see how the rest... Oh, you can live with B? All right, let's do that. I think it's okay. Like, I like the, the pattern. I just, you know, the colors are kind of weird, and I feel like that is more more so a secondary logo in the middle uh, to me, and I feel like that should be, like, on their shoulders, which they have been in the past. I don't know if they still are or not, but I know that secondary logo has been used in the past, like, on the shoulders. So it just feels kind of unfinished to me, despite the fact that I really love the, the, uh, the striping. Okay, moving on to the Columbus Blue Jackets, who went with a black base, their regular logo, 
and then uh, sort of like aviator blue on the sleeves and on the bottom. Where would you rank this one, Case, on the tier list? I don't know. As soon as I saw this jersey, the first thing I thought was this needs more red. And I think that's the exact opposite of what they were planning with this. So to me, it kind of falls a little flat, but it doesn't look bad. Like it's a decent looking jersey. It's just missing something for me. So I think it's another one that's kind of mid. Yeah, I agree with the mid evaluation there. Uh, I think it's okay, but I agree it's missing some red. Um, and also, I don't love the contrast between the black and the light blue. I kind of wish that they went like with a dark, dark navy blue instead of black, just to kind of tie it all together. Like, I don't know where that black came from, um, and I just really don't love it. So, I think the reason they tried to go. avoid Moving that, on though, to the next one. is the, the Toronto Maple Leafs yeah. jerseys the last time around, because from t on tv watching it on broadcast you couldn't tell the difference between the dark blue and the black true that is true and i know that they're they've had previous jerseys with black on the sleeve so i get like i get where the black comes from i just don't love the look of it when you know i think a blue would would match better but yeah i mean we agreed that it's mid okay moving on to the next one and this is the chicago blackhawks 2.0 uh, and the Detroit Red Wings, which is just another red-based jersey with their uh, city writing across the front, straight in white letters and black stripes. So where do you rank this one, Case? Well, I think Dallas Stars comes next uh, if we're going alphabetically, but I, I get that you're just a law student. Um <laughs> But on, Detro <laughs> on the Detroit Red Wings, this is a t-shirt. That's what this is, and I'm I'm not really yeah. in love with it. It's interesting that they went with black. Like I kind of like the idea, you know, even though they're normally red and white. But this is just a bunch of stripes and, and a letter, like lettering. Yeah, I don't love it either. And also, my bad. I don't know why Dallas is seemingly the only one out of order here. But <laughs> that's you know, it is what it is. I guess we can see the rest of them i'm just looking quickly it doesn't seem like it but yeah detroit and chicago they're both pretty bad like i think f tier makes sense for them it's basically the same jersey i think i do like chicago's maybe a little bit more because it has more white on their striping to sort of eliminate that um you know the lack of contrast so either like both of them aren't very good but i guess if i had to pick one i'd go with detroit um, but yeah, F tier for both. Okay, now we'll go to the Dallas Stars. And this one is kind of interesting. Um, you know, they have that, that old school Stars logo. And they have more of a uh, mix of color on it compared to their current, uh, you know, uh, victory green jerseys, which I think are just terrible. So where do you rank this Stars jersey case? I actually have this pretty high because I do love that logo and they avoided the use of the putrid green that they, they use sometimes. So to me, that's a win here. Yeah. So would you go as far to say that it's a tier, this Dallas Stars jersey? Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of A and B. So I'll let you make the final. Yeah, I, I think it fits more in B. Um, it's good. I like that logo. Their new green that they've been using for the last, like, you know, however many years, it's just terrible. I, I don't like it at all. I think they should go back to the OG jerseys, you know, back when 
Marty Turco was wearing the gold pads for them. Like, just something like that. And I guess that's kind of what they're trying to do, bringing back that old logo. Uh, but with the new striping pattern, I think it's good enough for a B. Uh, moving on to the Edmonton Oilers, and they have that classic uh, oil drop logo. Uh, just adding some orange into it this time around. So, Case, where would you rank this Oilers reverse retro jersey? This one is another one that's... I would say it's kind of mid in my eye, but I can see why some people like it. I do like the touch of orange in there, and that logo is... It's nice, although I love the classic Edmonton Oilers logo. It's its a classic logo. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. I think I like the, the previous oil drop logo or, or jersey better with the lack of orange, but I get what they're trying to do. Mixing eras, it makes sense. Some people were complaining, I saw online, that the actual oil drop itself was orange. Um, and then those people had to be reminded that it is as well on the current Edmonton Oilers logo. So it makes no sense. But yeah, I think it's pretty It's pretty mid. You know, I think C is, is fair for this one. Would you agree? Yeah. All right, moving on to the Florida Panthers here. And this is definitely an interesting one. Um, that's all I'll say before we get into discussing it. What do you think about this one, Case? Where would you rank this interesting baby blue or powder blue Florida Panthers jersey? Honestly, this is the first S tier in my mind because I love the colors of this. This is so Miami. I like the logo too. It's pretty simple and, and something new, honestly, and I really like it. So it's an S for me. I wholeheartedly disagree. I think it's about a D, but for the sake of the list, we'll keep it at S, and wow. we'll see if people listen or watch the full episode. And, uh, and yeah, that's just... Man, like, I think that, that logo is just... It's a secondary logo. I don't love the powdered blue. It kind of came out of nowhere to me. I understand why they're going with this, um, but it just doesn't work for me. I will say that the pictures of the players wearing this jersey on the boat was pretty cool and that made me like them a little bit more but to me it just doesn't work I, i'm not in love with the colors and the logo seems uh like an echl logo to me it should be a <laughs> it's funny because i actually the think the jersey looks like an ahl team but like I, I like it i don't know i like the colors i think that they pop and i think they're pretty miami yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, so we'll keep it in S tier there for the sake of the list. Uh, moving on now to the LA Kings, and we should probably get speeding this up here. The LA Kings go with their crown logo, the purple and gold, uh, but they do it on a white jersey, which has never been done before. Anytime that logo was used, it was either on a yellow jersey or a purple jersey. So what's your take on this fresh look for the Kings? I'm pretty high on them. It's another S. You cannot go wrong if you're using this logo and purple and yellow. It's perfect. Yeah, 100% agree. I think this is one of the best in the, in the crop here. And I just love the white. Like, I, I think it really pops with those colors. So I love it. I was worried a little bit when I heard that it was going to be white um, about maybe the lack of contrast with the bright yellow. Um, but I, I think it totally works on the white jersey. Moving on to the Minnesota Wild, who uh, just do a dark version of their uh, Minnesota North Stars colors throwback that they did last year they did the white version of this exact same jersey this year they come in hot with this bright green version case what do you think of this one i'm honestly in d tier for, for this one like you had the chance to go back and bring me back to the marion gabrick days and you just missed 
Yeah, like, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more creativity out of them this year. Like, I get they wanted to make the set of Home and Aways with these reverse retros and kind of complete, uh, you know, like, complete this two-year experiment or, or whatever you want to call it. But I just thought it was a bit lazy, and I would have liked to have seen something different because we just saw this last year just in white. That's all. Here's something new, though. Moving on to the Montreal Canadiens, and they bring out a powdered blue jersey, uh, which I think really works. And our buddy Alan at Mansky would tell you the same thing. He loves this jersey. Uh, big Habs fan. So, uh, Case, are you as high on this Habs reverse retro jersey as Alan is? I actually like it because it's kind of the first time that they've done something really different with Montreal. Original six teams, so it's like kind of if it's not broke don't fix it but i like this and i like the powder blue i already did with florida so why not this one <laughs> yeah i like it too uh, i think it's a bit better than average i would put it in the b the b tier would you disagree with that yeah that's no that's fine yeah all right moving on to the nashville predators this one was leaked uh one of the first to be leaked actually aside from the vancouver canucks johnny canuck jersey which we'll get to later the nashville predators they bring back uh the mustard tiger uh they bring back <laughs> this this color or, or this logo rather that was on the mustard tiger jerseys but they do it in their typical nashville yellow so uh, that's a welcome change i think to a lot of nashville fans and around the league I'm I, I I do like it. I think it's pretty nice. I'm not as high on it as some other people are. But Case, where would you rank this one? Man, I think it's so much better that they fixed the color that that logo is on, and it's not so bad now. Old laser eyes, mustard tigers back, and I like it. <laughs> yeah. Would you say B tier for this one then too? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, moving on to your New Jersey Devils case. Like we already mentioned, uh, going back to the old school colors uh, and, and a similar striping pattern to the old school Devils as well, changing the color of the Devil. Uh, what else is there to say? I love these jerseys case. They go with a white version of it. What are your thoughts on this and where would you rank it in what tier? Someone pointed out to me that it looks like they slapped the New Jersey Devils logo on a Florida Panthers jersey, and I'm here for it, and I like it. Because every time they do anything with the Devils jerseys, all they do is add green. Like, oh, we're going to do a Devils alternate? Yep. Add green and call it a day. So I'm really glad they did something else, and I'm probably going to buy one of these. Yeah, they, they're very nice. I really like them. I would say that they're probably a tier for me i i really like the colors and uh it, it's just a it's a fresh look for the devils who have always gone back to that green I mean, like you mentioned uh which you know the novelty wore off pretty quick with the green and then also like the jersey jerseys like boo so this is a welcome change for the devils i like it uh the new york islanders now Doing something crazy, something that Lou Lamorello probably thought would never be done in his tenure, and that's bringing back the Fisherman logo on these dark blue jerseys. The only thing about these is that there's no teal in the striping. I was a bit disappointed with that, but the Fisherman logo, nonetheless, is iconic. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Case, where do you fit in? This is S tier if they had teal in the in the striping. You're right, 100%. But this is one of the first of, I think, maybe three jerseys in this set that it's like, the people asked for it, here it is, shut up. And I like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's good enough for A tier. I really love it. Uh, like we said, just a little bit more teal. That's what we were hoping for. That would that yeah. would have been great, but great jersey nonetheless. And it doesn't look as like I know the fisherman logo is kind of is kind of funky, but it doesn't look as uh, like gimmicky or like tacky as some of the other ones. Like it looks like it could be a third jersey for them. It, and I it like looks that. like a That's lacrosse what I like jersey. About some of these, it looks like a lacrosse. Well, jersey. yeah, that that's true. <laughs> But, but like, think about some of the other ones here, Case. Like, look at the, like, Arizona jersey. That's just so gimmicky to me. Or, like, look at the, even the Habs jersey. Like, it's still pretty gimmicky. Like, I don't know. I, I just think that this one just looks finished, and it doesn't look like they're trying to do too much. They just brought back sort of the logo everyone wanted. I just wish that maybe one of those stripes, maybe, like, the bottom orange stripe on the sleeves and the waist was teal. Maybe that would work. Okay, moving on to the New York Rangers, who bring back the Lady Liberty logo, but this time around, instead of doing it on a dark uh, navy blue base, they do it on a royal blue base, uh, sort of lighter. So basically the same jersey from last year, just on a lighter base. Uh, Case, where do you stand on this one? Yeah, they kind of just opened the like paint selections on uh, like Microsoft Paint or whatever, and went two blues left and <laughs> called it a day. So I'm, I'm kind of willing to put this like a C as well. Yeah, I was going to say C. I would put it lower for lack of creativity, kind of like the uh, Minnesota jersey. But it does really, yeah, it does really look nice. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's visually appealing to the eyes. It's just not very creative. So I think C tier is perfect for it. And uh, honestly, similar opinion with this Ottawa Senators jersey that's coming up next. Like, I don't really think they did a whole heck of a lot with this um you know they could have brought back some old school logos i know they just went back to this 2d senator so maybe it's too early to go back to you know something they had after that but i would have just liked to have seen some more gold in this jersey uh but nonetheless i think it looks okay um i think it's mid but what do you think case i would have loved to see the you know on the outside of the logo how it has the arrows on the gold i would have loved that across the bottom but Going back to those numbers has really moved this jersey up for me. So I kind of like where they did that. Uh, it reminds me of like Mike Fisher and like guys like that because it's just those numbers. So I'm, I mean, like I'm still C or B on this, but nowhere lower. You're a B? Okay. Uh, I think a B is, is pretty fine for this one. Uh, moving on to the Philadelphia Flyers, who will be wearing Cooperalls in warm-ups with these jerseys uh, to throw it back to the days of Cooperalls, which is before our time. But what do you think about these ones, Gaze? Oh, it's a no for me on the Cooperalls. Like, that's just way too much to be put on a player's head when he's trying to get ready to play a game um, the jerseys though they're fine they're like they remind me of when I expect players to get punched in the face by the Philadelphia Flyers like it kind of brings back that scary look for some reason to me yeah I, I think they're they're okay I would put them in the C tier like I, I think that's probably fair there's not a whole lot going on with the Flyers jersey but that's what makes the Flyers jersey so good in the first place is the simplicity of it and I think going back to the Cooperalls is kind of a neat gimmick um, I know someone on our Instagram I think it might have been Alan actually said that you know Cooperalls is kind of weird like imagine being a player having to wear them in warm up and then changing to your regular pants like why not just wear them for the full game or not at all and i responded to that you know the problem is 
you don't want to be wearing Cooperalls in a game because, no. uh, you know, for everybody who's worn Cooperalls will tell you that when you fall, you just slide forever and you can't get up. Like, it, they're just like, they're like glare ice, you know? So it, it's like, I get it. They want to do something with the Cooperalls, but wearing them for a full game is, is kind of ridiculous. Uh, okay, moving on to the Penguins, and spoiler alert case, this is my favorite jersey of the bunch, I think. I think this is the perfect Pittsburgh Penguins jersey. It throws it back to the Robo Penguin, and I think it's absolutely beautiful the way it's done, and it might be my favorite Penguins jersey ever. So for me, this is going in S tier. What do you think of the Penguins jersey? This is perfect. They nailed this. They actually made the old jersey with the Robo Penguin better. So, yeah, S tier right away. Yes. And it's another one, too, that looks complete. It doesn't look like a gimmick. It looks like they could wear this as their regular sweater and do a white yeah. version and wear it as their away. And, like, and it's I number two. love it. It's number two on the list of three jerseys that they said, you want it, you got it, to the fans. Exactly, exactly. Um, and maybe this one? That, oh, no, no, no. I see the other one that you're talking about. Okay. But the next one is the San Jose Sharks here. And they throw it back to the California Golden Seals. Uh, essentially, that exact same uh, jersey. The only difference is instead of seals in the middle, it says sharks. I think it's really sharp. I love the colors. Um, I do wish they did a little bit more because the jersey itself is a little bit boring aside from the colors, but I think it's pretty good overall, and fans have been asking for it for a while. So, Case, what are your thoughts on the Sharks Reverse Retro? It's interesting that it's the only jersey that the back of the jersey looks better because there is more going on with the numbers, but I do like the logos, and I think this is a fun jersey. Yeah, fun for sure. I would say it's probably up there in A tier for me. Like, I think yeah. it's been a long time coming. A tier for creativity. Exactly. And it looks good too, despite the fact that it looks maybe a little bit unfinished. But, I mean, that was the style of the jersey. So they were just kind of going right back to, to what it looked like back then. The only thing is, if they wear white skates with this jersey like they did back in the day the california golden seals it's s tier for me because the white skates will be hilarious uh next here reverse retro for a franchise that was brand new last season the seattle kraken they come in with this two-tone jersey with some odd vintage looking striping with their current logo uh, I absolutely despise this jersey. I think it's way too busy. There's too much going on. There's zero white where I think there should be. And they missed an opportunity to throw it back to the uh, Seattle Metropolitans. So I really dislike this jersey. But Case, what are your thoughts? I know you hate it. So I'm going to let you do with whatever you want with it. It's so it's fine to me. Like, I, I really don't mind it at all. But yeah, like you said, all the people wanted the Metropolitans. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's a complete missed opportunity here. Um, okay, going on next to the St. Louis Blues, who bring in this yellow-based reverse retro jersey with a logo that had never been worn uh, on the ice, but the logo was actually mocked up before the Blues ever took the ice when they debuted into the league. So this is one of the logos that they thought uh, you know, they might go with. There was a mock-up jersey, so they paid homage to that. Uh, and put it on a yellow base. I don't really know where the yellow comes from. 
and to me, like I heard Steve Dangle say this actually, and it kind of cracked me up. It's a lot of yellow for a team who are called the Blues. <laughs> so for me, I don't really love this jersey. <laughs> um, but Case, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like I'm playing an EASHL team looking at this jersey. It's kind of in, like almost insulting to the eyes. So I'm not in love with it either. Um, although they don't really have much room like wiggle room with the blues history of jerseys so i i don't mind the effort yeah i mean it's kind of similar to the devils where they always go back to one thing that kind of works and for the blues it's bringing back the red um and for the devils it's bringing back the green the difference is this year the devils did something different it really worked the Blues did something different, and it really didn't. There's too much yellow there. I don't love it. It's uh, yeah, It kind of assaults your eyes. You're right. Uh, okay, this is an interesting one. This is a very creative one, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, what do you think of it, Case? I don't like it. I know a lot of people do, but for one, it kind of screams like someone mocked this up in kindergarten class. And also... Am I wrong to say that I think this is kind of messed up, this jersey, like coming out shortly after they got hit with a hurricane? It's like a storm jersey with large waves. I'm like, what's going on, guys? I didn't even think of that. But uh, yeah, that is kind of weird that they would kind of lean into it so much. But I guess, you know, it's just a jersey. They kind of have to do something interesting. But... uh, I also don't really love this jersey. I'll give them an A for creativity, but, you know, D for look. So I think they fall somewhere <laughs> in the middle there, maybe maybe a C. But it's just like, it, it looks terrible, in my opinion. There's too much going on. I understand that, you know, they wanted to bring back some, some craziness, and that's the point of the reverse retro. You know, they're going to wear this like six times and then never again. But I just think they missed the mark on this one, despite the fact that I really love that logo. I just wish there was some better striping and and less busyness going on. But I do like that logo, and I do like when they bring back the black on their jersey to kind of throw it back to 2004 when they won the cup. So to to like kind of summarize, overall, I think it misses the mark a bit, but it's you know it, you know it's good for creativity. Moving on to the Maple Leafs here, and I think this one also misses the mark. We talked about this case when they first released. I just think it's so mid. Like They could have brought back some other jerseys that I like more um, and that the fans want and, and look better. I think the problem with the Leafs is that you know if they're going to do this reverse retro thing, they have to mix a couple eras, and I would just prefer a real throwback rather than mixing eras. I think it makes it look cheap. It looks like a jersey that you would buy from Walmart and get it for like 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Um, and overall, I'm not in love with it. Case, what are your thoughts? That's super fair. This is such a Walmart jersey. I never thought of that before, but I love that. Um, I think we've noticed that teams two-tone teams are tough to do the reverse retro with like look at detroit red and white it didn't really work out kind of the same with the maple leafs and something i mentioned to you before like most maple leaf jerseys to me it's like add a stripe move a stripe two inches and do you want the leaf more leafy or less leafy and then that's the kind of formula (laughs) they've been going with for so long so it's like i mean it's another one where they're they're an old team so it's hard to do something that hasn't already been done. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, 
I don't know. I, I feel like they could have done something more interesting here. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, like you mentioned, the two-tone teams like Detroit and Toronto, I think, are the only two. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. They're the only two. And it, it is just hard because you're you're very limited. And they're also original six teams. So you don't really want to mess with the history too much. But uh, I don't know. Like, it's okay. It'll sell. It's just very mid to me. So I think C tier makes sense. And if you disagree, let me know. But I think C is, uh, is pretty average for that one. It's pretty fitting. Okay, moving on now to the Vancouver Canucks. I mentioned this jersey earlier. And by the way, we have a few really nice jerseys coming up, including this one. This Johnny Canuck jersey was one of the first to leak. And I think, honestly, it might be one of the best of all of these 32 teams. I think it's up there top three, maybe top five. So for me personally, I'm going to throw it in S tier. But let me know what you think about this one. I think this one caught a lot of flack when it first came out, but that's because it's impossible to please everyone when it comes to Vancouver because people love the burgundy jersey. People love the black, gold, and red with the flying skate. Like, There's a lot to love and a lot, to, a lot of options here, but I like this. I like that they use kind of like a cream color instead of the white, and I love the Johnny Canuck logo. I think that's great, and the colors are good too, so I'm way high on this. Yeah, for me, it's S tier. It's one of the best jerseys, in my opinion, of the crop. Uh, so I think it's it's got to be there in S tier. I, I really love it. I think it really works. Moving on to Vegas now, and just three left. And these are three pretty good ones to end off on. The Vegas Golden Knights, they've got the medieval font, Vegas going across the chest. You know, despite this franchise being pretty new, I think they have really nailed the reverse retro here. So, Case, what are your thoughts on this Vegas reverse retro that also glows in the dark? This is, this screams 2000s to me, and I like it for that reason. So, I'm pretty high on this one as well. I mean, it's pretty simple, but it works. I agree. Uh, if you had to choose then a tier, where would you put it? Because I know where I would put it, but I want to hear what you have to say. Probably A tier on this one. I was going to say A. A, I think, makes a lot of sense. It's not quite an S tier, but it's very, very good. So I, I like it. Okay, moving on to now, Case. I think the third out of three jerseys where fans were just asking for it and they finally did it. We've got the Screaming Eagle Washington Capitals jersey. For me, this is definitely S tier. It's one of the nicest ones. I think, honestly, Pittsburgh and Washington, to me anyways, have the two nicest jerseys in this crop. So I'm going to put it in S. Case, do you agree? Yeah, so we can't have five S tier jerseys. So why don't you bump Florida down to, to A? Thanks. This is 100% an S-tier jersey. Like This is the third and final, you're right, of the, you asked for it, you got it. And another one where they improved on the original jersey, because before, the Flying Eagle was only on that light-ish blue, and the, the Capitol building was on the black. Well, they put the Eagle on the black, and I think this is like perfect now. Yeah, I agree. It's another jersey that feels complete, and it could be used as home and aways, personally. Like, I think it's that good, just like the Pittsburgh one. And it's funny that, you know, two teams who have so much history in that Metro division, and, you know, I have two of the best players in history on their teams for the last decade in Crosby and Malkin, they come out with two of the best jerseys in this reverse retro crop. So, yeah, absolutely love to see it. And if I were to get a jersey from this crop, it would be one of those two, for sure. Moving on to the very last one now, we've got the Winnipeg Jets, and they basically do the same jersey that they 
have done in the past with a lot of large blue striping, but instead of having jets written across the front, it's the uh, actual old Winnipeg Jets logo in that two-tone blue. So I think this one is okay. Case, where do you rank it? Yeah, I'm probably somewhere in B for this jersey. Like they kind of really dug into the whiteout. You know, they're they're kind of the playoff atmosphere that they have, and I like the blue and the logo looks great too. Um, interesting, no red at all, but I'm kind of here for it. Yeah, like I think it's nice, and now it's good that they have kind of a light and a dark version of this two tone blue jersey. Um, but personally, like I think the Jets nicest jerseys are the ones they wore against the Leafs the other night where they have the red pants and there's you know they they have red in the gloves and everything and it just really ties everything together and feels uh you know more authentic and old school whereas these feel kind of you know gimmicky a little bit to me so I really like the the red and the dark blue that they wore against the Leafs the other night I think this one is okay but it's not my favorite I think B tier makes a lot of sense this one's not really a retro in my mind i think it's just like here's an alternate jersey yeah well it's like they use the retro logo but then they have sort of those new school colors so i guess like i get the reverse retro aspect to it and it is nice like i think it is a good third jersey the jets have a lot to choose from now um but yeah i think it it can't go any higher than b for those reasons for me Okay, well, that's all 32 reverse retros ranked, and holy cow, this episode was a marathon case, dealing with technical issues here and and doing this, you know, screen sharing for YouTube for the first time. So we hope everything works out well. We hope that you received this episode well and uh, enjoyed our rankings. So thanks so much for listening to episode 144 of the podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been another episode of Boys in the Booth with Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. New episodes every Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Connect with the Boys in the Booth on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Boys in the Booth. Visit boysinthebooth.com for show details. And don't forget, you can become a patron of the podcast for just $1 a month at www.patron.com slash boysinthebooth.